How are you dealing with all of our denominational controversy and negativity? For me, I am truly struggling. As much as I try to be kind, when I hear someone rant and rave from either the right or the extreme left, I just cringe. I attend a church that is going through the process, and frankly, after one of our guest speakers, I could have drop-kicked him to the moon. Not very Christ-like, is it? My name is Judy Shepard, and I'm a retired clergy in the North Alabama Conference. I don't have a church to pastor, but I was really worked up after that speaker. So I came home, lit a candle, sat in my little prayer room, and and pondered, what does this mean? Why was I feeling like I was? What is holy listening, and how do I hear from the Lord, and not just my own deep opinions? I wondered why I was so upset. I wondered why what was said that night truly, truly just made my skin crawl. And it may have been that his comfort zone, and therefore his opinion, wasn't really my comfort zone and my opinion. So how do we navigate life with folks who don't think like us? Isn't it funny? We say we love our neighbors as ourselves just so long as they think like us, right? Is that what holy listening is telling us? That everybody needs to think and act like us? So how do we do holy listening? What are we doing that will create holy listening? We're doing a study in the church that I attend right now, and it was written by our own Lana Johnson in the Nehemiah 2.18 Ministries. It's really a good uh, study. And the purpose of it was to find out from everybody who attends this church, what is the purpose of this church? Gardendale Mount Vernon, who is now Hope Community Church, what is the purpose of Hope Church here in Gardendale, Alabama? What is the purpose of the ministries, the leadership, the resources, the children's ministry, the youth ministry, congregational care, worship? How do, how do we all feel about all of these ministries in this church? So what we were what we're doing is coming up with how we feel. All of these ideas are then tabulated and it'll all go to a team who will then get it all put together and we'll come up with some kind of answer as to what the people who are there at the church actually believe about this church. Well, I actually went down a rabbit hole here, so let's get back to what we're talking about here, holy listening. What is holy listening? And I googled holy listening, and believe it or not, there was an answer. I think you can google anything and you'll find an answer. However, you have to remember that just because there's an answer doesn't mean it's the truth. So, 
I sat with this and what it said, and for me, in a nutshell, it's trusting that the Holy Spirit is in our conversation. It's me listening to you and you listening to me with the Holy Spirit in between. And that takes being alert and open for God and trusting that God will speak through the other. So back to my problem with this guest speaker. I guess I need to look within myself and try to understand. So I went to the scripture that my spiritual director and I worked with last time, and it comes from Philippians 4, 4 through 7. Rejoice in the Lord always. Again, I will say rejoice. Let your gentleness be known to everyone. The Lord is near. Do not worry about anything, but in everything by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your requests be known to God. And the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. I've since done Lexio Divina with that. And do you know what came up for me was the Lord is near. The Lord is near. Now my spiritual director said, look at the verse right before there. And what it says is, let your gentleness be known to everyone. And quite frankly, I was anything but gentle that night. I was so upset that it was a good thing I left because I probably would have said something. I may have ranted like he did, and then I would have become just like he was. You know, the old saying, it's better to let people think you're hateful than to open your mouth and to remove all doubt. He has an opinion set in his comfort zone. I have an opinion set in my comfort zone. But the blessing of God's church is that God welcomes all. We need to listen for God and not just our opinions. And that takes holy listening. Having the Holy Spirit between us when we talk and disagree but with the Holy Spirit there in our midst, maybe, just maybe, we can hear the heart of the other person we're talking with. Now, I didn't come to this thinking overnight, but I had to sit with it and I had to ruminate on it. And holy listening is important for all of us. You know, I go back to scripture and I, I remember Jesus said, You've heard it said, but I say. You've heard it said, but I say. And I wonder, what would Jesus tell our denomination today? What would Jesus say? Holy listening is necessary if we're to live the way of our Lord you know, live the two commandments that he instructed us. Love God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your strength, with all your mind, and your neighbor as yourself. May we get to the point where our opinions are just that, opinions. But that the holy, with holy listening, we can hear 
what God wants us to hear. We can live the way that God intends for us to live. And we can only do that when the Holy Spirit in me meets the Holy Spirit in you. May we all strive for that. Amen and amen. Mm-hmm.